0: the only podcast in the world that we know of that goes through a movie minute by minute and reviews each minute to find the greatest minute in cinematic history. My name's Taylor. My name's Chris. And we're in the back half of Ready or, Ready or Not, Not, this is Minute, is minute 68. 68.
1: Taylor, my yes. show standard versus improvisers on tonight at the Sit Down Comedy Club.
0: Very exciting.
1: Now, I, I for some reason, it's a super fun show, but I always get nervous before the show or the day of the show. Mm. It's the only show I've ever done where I get nervous before the show uh, in the sense where I'm like, it could all go wrong. Um, (laughs) Which
0: is wild because it's consistently extremely good.
1: I know. But when I think about it for some reason leading up to it, I get these flashes of audience people just going, boo. (laughs) I don't know why. I don't know. It's the only show I've ever done. Like I've done full hours of stand-up comedy by myself. Mm Mm-hmm. And this is the only one where, like, a joke goes bad and everyone goes, Mm. like, gets (laughs) up in, like, uh, droves and walks out. (gasps) Stuff like that. Mm. And for some reason, uh, the show always goes well and the audience enjoys it. They leave smiling. But every time I, like, get to the next show... Mm -hmm. This kind of dread sets in for some reason. I don't know what it is. I think oh, no. I think because it's the the kind of show which is very reliant on the audience having a positive energy to begin with. Yeah. So if you come to this show thinking, oh, it's just going to be straight stand up, they're going to tell jokes, and I'll go home. Well, you're in with you're in for a rude <laughs> fucking shock. It's all silly games. Yeah. They get up, they do tasks, and then the audience decides which team basically did it better, the improvisers or the stand-ups, and whoever gets it better gets uh, the point, basically, and then yeah. we move on to the next round.
0: It's super fun. There's a lot of back and forth. Uh, both teams get into it. It's it's a good time. I've been in it many times. I've seen it many times. That's right. But for
1: some reason, I just like – and right now I'm thinking about it. Like, <laughs> that at one point during the show – a joke doesn't go well, and I just, I just expect the audience to be like, <laughs> and they just get out of there. And, um, oh, I don't know why, but it's I've never felt about any other show.
0: Interesting. Do you ever have dreams about it?
1: No, okay. no. It's not that I don't dream about it. I think about it, and then over, generally I'm like, oh, no, this is fun. hmm this is fun, but I don't know.
0: The only time I've ever seen anyone boo was it was in a fun way when someone did a really bad joke on purpose and the audience was like, oh, boo. No, no,
1: I don't but know. But you,
0: you encouraged that. It wasn't like a bad boo, it was a good boo.
1: That's true. I don't. I think it's because I'm very passionate about the show. It's kind mm. of my little pet project. And I want the show to get big and big. I think the dream would be to get a TV show or something. That'd be cool. Similar to this show, this style of show. I just like, oh, I just don't want anyone to be like, yuck. <laughs> yuck. what a sh- What is this shit? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I've seen stand-up shows so many times. We're like, oh, this is going to be sick. And then it's bad. Mm. But I never imagined it to be like, <laughs> You know, I, I generally, whenever I think of ma- uh, stand-up, like, in shows, everyone's like, yay. Oh, doesn't really? Matter, yeah, well, it doesn't matter what I say. They're like, yay. But this is like complete... 360 of this.
0: See, I reckon they'd be the opposite. I reckon maybe someone would get a rude awakening and then they just either go with it or they just piss off early. There's very few people I think would stay around and be like, yuck, yucky, get it away from me. Yuck.
1: One minute in and they're like, yuck. Guess I'm stuck here for another hour. <laughs> Even though
0: you can leave on your own free will.
1: <laughs> nah. Whereas
0: I've been to stand up shows where there are people in the audience who came because they I don't know, they saw that comedian on TV in a very different setting and they've come and like clearly not enjoyed it or been dragged along by their partners and they stay and have a really shitty time and be an asshole. But I don't really see that in this sort of game. Yeah, it's weird. It's, just
1: some, it's, something it's such I'm, an
0: infectiously good energy, though, that even the people who have their arms crossed surely would loosen up after a while.
1: Well, you hope so, because it's the first, actually. So I have support acts in the in the first half, which is like some stand-ups to kind of loosen the crowd, yep. get them laughing, and then we have a break, and then the second half is the actual show yep. where I have the team challenges and all that sort of stuff. So they're kind of loose and goosey, and they've had a couple of beers by the time mm, the actual a show, show starts. So, and, that, and we did it last time, it went really well, super yeah. well, super great show, you were in it. I was. Uh, you did a lot of great jokes uh, over the night, and they all loved you. Oh, shucks. But for some reason, every time, I kind of like, because we do a brand new show each time, mm. and it takes like a few days to get everything ready for it, yeah. the whole time I'm getting it already, I'm like, I do an offer, and then I'm like, boo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> your, to yourself? Well, I was sitting on the computer listening to you, just being like, da-da-da-da-da. Boo. Yeah, yeah, and I'll do this. Boo!
1: <laughs> I don't know. I just oh, coming up with offers is hard. Yeah, it's one of the hardest things in improv. When you're an audience member, they're like, "You show us a shout out of the world." That's great, but when you actually got to sit down and physically write every offer and then have a think about can that generate ideas for people, mm. and I'm not in a funny mood at the moment because yeah. it's the start of the year and we have we haven't done as much comedy. Yeah, and, and it's twenty twenty. It's been was a long year. It was nice to have a break. Yeah, and it's really hot, so you don't feel creative. (laughs) So I like you'd like to. I get an offer. I'm like, and I'll riff on that offer in my own head for a bit. But really, when I'm like, uh, I don't know, peanut butter. I'm like, blah 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 blah. blah. (laughs) So I assume that's what's going to happen tonight. Everyone's going to be like, I can't think of anything, and I'll be like, next game.
0: maybe there will be one that they can't think of anything and then you just make a funny quip about it and be like, Yee <laughs> and then you go to the next bit and the audience would be like, oh, he gets it.
1: Or they'll be like, Attack them! <laughs> <laughs> Charge the stage, brethren! That's what they'll scream, and we'll be like, "Oh well, well, no!" Oh
0: no. well, look, I think maybe I mean it's it sucks, but uh, maybe it's nice that you are nervous about it because you clearly care, and because you care, you'll make sure the shows are good.
1: Yeah, I guess that could be it. Anyway, it's going to be a fun show tonight. Going to be super fun! not Some really great comedians coming. And I think the offers are really good. Yeah. I got to. They, they, one of the challenges, which we'll talk about uh, throughout the week, was I got them to write a theme song, <laughs> write and record a theme song uh, of their teammate. Yes. Right. So, and one of the rules was uh, they could do as much effort or as little effort as possible. Mm-hmm. At the very least, they had to write the lyrics. They could send me the lyrics and I would sing them <laughs> and make a backing track for them. Uh, or they could do the complete theme song and just send it through. One person wrote the whole thing. Yep. That was Rosa Sotilli. Yep. Cameron Watson just wrote lyrics. Yes. So I had to sing and attach <laughs> a backing track. Uh, Dave Eastgate, who was on team stand up, he wrote wine, but he said he'll perform it live. So I'm kind of curious to see how That's that one goes. Go. He's going to bring it? his guitar. And Jack Knight said, I'll riff on why I didn't do it. <laughs> So that's his <laughs> theme song.
0: Which really is like the full spectrum of effort, I think.
1: <laughs> so I'm very curious to see how this game goes. I'm a bit nervous about it. Cameron doesn't get broken up with from Rosa over his <laughs> theme song. I'll be a very a surprise. <laughs> anyway, do you know who's not getting broken up with? It's Grace, ready or not, minute sixty eight. Did your prediction come true, Taylor? Uh,
0: not not yet. I'm, I've am i got hope for it. I originally said that David would continue to act uh, strange, which he is, um, but he would put his gun up to shoot her but actually shoot the butler behind him.
1: Oh. But that, that
0: hasn't happened, and I don't know if it's going to happen.
1: It could happen, it though. Could. I feel like that's a good eye from you to look, look for those things. My prediction didn't come true. Mm. I said the butler would get out of the car, too, and be like, shoot her, Daniel, shoot her. <laughs> Shoot her, <laughs> Daniel, for the family, and then he, without as hesitation, would shoot the butler, Ooh. and then Grace would be let go or something or free into the woods. But we didn't have that. We had this. No, weird...
0: that might also still happen. We don't know.
1: That's true. We had this kind of weird tense minute. I thought it was quite mm. tense. I think it could be my favorite minute. Of the movie so far?
0: Ooh. I think so. Wow. Okay. Just because of
1: how tense it was and the kind of like the, uh, how much there is to lose. Like, you know, the the stakes.
0: Yeah. The the stakes stakes at the moment
1: are really high and there's some uncertainty in the scene as well. So we've got Daniel and Grace.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. And and Grace basically starts the minute by saying, you don't want to do this. And Daniel's like, I know I don't want to do mm. this. And just I a little really reminder, like you, yes.
0: Just a reminder, uh, Daniel is currently holding a big rifle, standing in front of Grace, who's just crawled out of a uh, overturned car.
1: That's true. Yes, if it's, if you haven't listened for a little bit,
0: <laughs> this is what's happening.
1: This is what's happening. We're in a in, in, in Daniel's tranquility space.
0: <laughs> in my tranquility,
1: he had a car crash in the per, in, in, in the area. He goes to think. Yeah, <laughs> basically, I don't know what that means, but okay. So, Grace is pleading with Daniel, you don't want to do this. And Daniel's like, I know I don't want to do this. I like you as a person, Mm. but I don't want to see my whole family die because of me. And Grace is like, that's fucking stupid. You know it's all made up. No one's going to die. Mm.
0: And she goes, you're a good guy, Daniel. Alex loves you, and he would never forgive you if you did this.
1: Yeah, and he's like, I know, maybe not, but at least my family would be alive.
0: I was like, oh my gosh, so much tension. And yeah,
1: and she's saying this is the whole curse thing doesn't exist. It's not going to happen, right? Mm. All while the butler could jump out at any time. I know. That's what I was like, I was waiting for this. I'm like, <laughs> all while the butler could jump out at any time, which has made this very tense for me because we never, we only got shots between Daniel and Grace. We never saw the car yeah. or what was happening over there. So the whole time I was like, oh, I was waiting for like a jump scare where the butler grabbed her.
0: <laughs> that's true. The
1: whole time. He
0: might be coming. We don't know. And uh, at this point too, Daniel's now pointed the rifle at Grace. Yes. He's and- no longer just holding it and he's um, gotten, he's turned from his tranquil place, happy, weird, unhinged face into pretty much verge of tears.
1: Yeah, well, it should be very interesting. So basically that's where the minute ended. The minute ended with Grace pleading with pleading with Daniel Saying the curse is ridiculous, nothing's going to happen, no one's going to die. Okay? And that was the end of the minute.
0: Yeah. So, what did oh, you rate he this? Did, he did leave on one cool cliffhanger.
1: Oh, really? What he was la- that? He
0: left it on a cool cliffhanger uh, sentence. He says, I'm not the man you think I am. Oh, Ooh. that's right.
1: I'm not the man you think I am. All right, Taylor, what you rate the minute?
0: Ah! Uh- Enjoyed it. Um, I'm going to give it a, a 49. Ooh, I, 49. I didn't find it as tense. Maybe I would have found it more tense if I'd watched these minutes consecutively and not had a big gap in between. But, you know, it, it wasn't that tense.
1: I found it quite tense and I'm going to give it my highest score year. What a is that? 58 Ooh. out of
0: 60. <laughs> Not, quite a, 60,
1: Not but quite a sixty, but worth a horn. I think is the highest score of the yeah. of the movie so far. I just because of all the tense and the the mysteriousness of what's happened to the butler mm. and will he or won't he shoot Grace or capture Grace?
0: Ooh. So I don't know. That's
1: where we get into predictions. What's Taylor, what do you think is going to happen?
0: Oh well, I reckon that he's going to keep talking to Grace. And right up behind them the family will pull up.
1: Oh Because interesting.
0: they've they know that the car's crashed, they and the butler told them before he crashed the car where he was, I reckon they're gonna like go and turn up.
1: Yeah, that's actually a pretty good prediction. I didn't even think of the family doing that. Mm. I'm gonna continue with my prediction of kind of similar to last last one. Mm where they're going to be chatting and the butler's going to grab her out of nowhere Ooh. and be like, I got her, help me, help, help me, me get her and he'll shoot the butler.
0: Ooh, that That's be what cool. I going to
1: happen. Or he's going to shoot himself. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think Grace is going to get hurt. He's either going to kill himself or kill the butler.
0: I don't think he's going to kill himself.
1: We will see. Well, he does think he's a bit of a fuck-up.
0: That is true. It's a very long gun.
1: <laughs> well, maybe she gives the gun. Maybe he gives the gun to Grace. He's like, you got to shoot me in the face.
0: Wow. I don't know. Be so that's blown. my prediction.
1: He gives the gun to Grace, he's like, "You got to shoot me in the face." Wow, that's my prediction. We got two predictions. Which one will come true, if any? Thanks for listening to the podcast. The Brisbane Improv Festival is coming in February, from Thursday the eighteenth to Sunday the twenty-first of February. Tickets are at the Brisbane Improv, Improv Festival, Festival website. Which, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All shows are fifteen dollars. We have got a bunch of great shows. Uh, Adam Osullivan from D Four WH is doing a show, uh, which is improvised Doctor Who. Reese and Jim, who was a, who's been a recent guest, is doing their culprits. Who are there like the premium duo team of Brisbane? They're coming along. Uh, cool story, bro, from Big Fork Theatre. There's so much There's great so show. Much on. Get in there, buy tickets. It's going to be a huge night. It's sponsored by Revel Brewing Beer Company, the Revel Brewing Company, which is beautiful beer.
0: Beautiful.
1: (laughs) So, bloody get on that. All right. Anyway, until then, uh, bye-bye now. Now. Bye-bye. Binge Minute is produced by Brisbane comedians Chris Martin and Taylor Edwards. You can follow us on Instagram at Chris Farden and at Taylor Edwards Comedian or on Facebook at Chris Martin Comedian and Taylor Edwards.